The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. There they gave a dinner for him. Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those at the table with him. Mary took a pound of costly perfume made of pure nard, anointed Jesus' feet, and wiped them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, the one who was about to betray him, said, Why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii and the money given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He kept the common purse and used to steal what was put into it. Jesus said, Leave her alone. She bought it so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise be to you, Lord Christ. I stand before you in the name of one God, creator, redeemer, and sanctifier. Amen. Please be seated. Jesus is a very complicated fellow. And many people had different ways of seeing Jesus during his lifetime. There were those who saw him as a friend of sinners, a friend of tax collectors, which means he was a friend of people who were corrupt. There were people who saw him as a drunkard, as a glutton, and somebody possessed by demons, somebody who is deranged. All these views of Jesus were around him, swirling around him. But during this time, there was one person that kind of got Jesus' being correct, and that's Mary in our gospel reading today. To understand where Mary is coming from in this story, we have to go back a little bit to see that Mary is actually Lazarus' sister. Martha and Mary are Lazarus' sisters. And when they cried out to Jesus to have him come and heal Lazarus before he died, but Lazarus dies. And Jesus is on his way to visit with Mary and Martha. And when he gets there, Lazarus has been in the tomb for four days. 
You've been in the tomb for so long that the King James Version said that he stinketh. But Jesus had them roll back the stone. And he called out to Lazarus, come out. And Lazarus comes out of the tomb. Jesus, in a few words, brings life from death, light from darkness, hope from hopelessness, and joy from grief. And he reunites this family together. And Mary and Martha, they, ha they have a banquet. And at this banquet is Lazarus, them, and the disciples. And Mary comes out, and she does something very, very unusual. She has a, a pound of nard. This is a pound of perfume made out of nard. And nard was very, very expensive. It was worth 300 denarii, it said. And 300 denarii would have been the equivalent of one year's wages for a laborer. And she opens it up. She undoes her hair, which would have been another cultural faux pas. And she anoints Jesus' feet with this very expensive perfume. Much to the horror, I'm sure, of not just Judas, but everybody else in the room. And the fragrance emanates into the room. It pours into the room. Now, nard typically is used for royalty. It's usually associated with royalty. In the Song of Songs, the, the beloved will wear perfume made of nard for her beloved, which is the king. And it's usually associated with that level of wealth and power. But Mary anoints Jesus' feet with it. These feet of this king that she sees, this Lord that she sees standing in front of her, this man of infinite power that has raised the dead and brought her back to community. I find that very interesting because Jesus' power is in his ability to go from place to place. His feet are what bring him to community to community. His feet are what take him to people. They don't, he doesn't require people to come to him. He goes out to them. He walks to them. These calloused, cracked, dirty, vagabond feet are what bring him to others to heal them, to feed them, to care for them, to comfort them, to help them understand that their God-given dignity as human beings is a reality. And Mary understands also that this power, this infinite power that is, is enveloped in this one man is not going to be in the earth forever. She's anointing him also for his death, his upcoming crucifixion. Because these vagabond feet that went from town to town to community to community, they are walking not towards an earthly throne, but they're walking towards the hardwood of a cross onto which they will soon be impaled. And Mary is one of the only people who recognizes this. The fact that Jesus, this infinitely powerful being, 
this infinitely powerful person who is so divinely interwoven with God is only going to be here for a short time. And when she does this, Jesus has to chide Judas because Judas says, why are you wasting this on him? Why would you possibly waste all this money on him? Because we could have given it to the poor and I could have shaved a little off the top because that's kind of what I like to do. But Jesus says, leave her be. She's doing me a kindness. She is preparing me for my death. Not only that, the poor will always be with you, but I will not always be with you. That's important because Jesus gave us an example as to how to live a godly, Christ-centered life, about how we need to behave and how we need to act in the world because to be Christians, to be followers of the way of Christ is to be an active people, to be a people that walk out into the world, that, don't ask, that doesn't ask the world to come to us, but we go out to them. We meet them where they are. We interact with them. We learn their stories. See, Jesus was a very relational person. He got to know people, to understand people, to know where they're coming from, to know where they, who their families were, and to know what they needed. And he healed them, fed them, showed them the compassion that they deserved. And that is what we are called to do because Jesus his earthly life came and went. That infinite love that flowed into him and flowed out from him came and went. But, as we know, the, the crucifixion and death is not the end of the story. The resurrection and the hope that comes from that, that flows into each and every one of us, is how the story does not end, it continues. You see, there's an inter Meister Eckhart was a, a 13th to 14th century uh, mystic, and he said that God, this is funny, God was so lazy about being God. God is very lazy, that love just infinitely flows off of God. It just flows off of him. God does not give it. God does not actively push it to us. It just flows off of him. He, God does not care if the love is going. He just lets it go. And we as human beings are infinite receivers of this love. We infinitely receive it. We infinitely take it in, even if we want to or not. It just hits us and it goes into us and we become a repository for this infinite love. And when we become a repository for this infinite love, we can reflect this love. We can give it out into the world. And that's our call. But why don't we do that? And that's the question Eckhart asks. Why don't we do that? And it's simply because we tend to close ourselves off. We close ourselves off. He calls it the, 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 uh, the, 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 uh, the holding of our hearts. Through doubt, through fear, through our own chastisement to who we are, our thoughts of our not good enough, that holds that infinite love back, that infinite love that Jesus gave us the example of, that Jesus proved can be given to the world. And so 
as we think about what kind of, what kind of person that, that, that Mary saw Jesus as, we need to understand that that love, that compassion, that infinite grace that flowed into God flows into each, and flowed into Christ, Jesus, flows into each and every one of you. Because we serve a living God. Jesus showed us the way. Jesus gave us the template. But the Spirit still guides us, still works within us. Desmond Tutu says something very interesting. When God looks at us, he looks at us and he looks at the world and he says, to make the world better, I only have you. I only have you to walk in the world, to fix the world, to heal the world, to speak my truth to the world. I will guide you, I will be with you, I will hold you, but I only have you to care for the poor, the sick, the outcast. But don't expect them to come to you. You go to them. Be that infinite grace, that infinite love, that infinite mercy. Know that you are not just worthy of God's love, you are worthy to be the reflectors and givers of that infinite love that flows into you from the moment you draw your first breath to the moment that we take our last. This love is yours and yours to give. So when we walk in this world, Know that everyone you interact with is also worthy of that love. They hold it. They have it. They might not give it as much as you do, or you may not give it as much as they, they do. I know I don't sometimes. But know that that love is there. And in God's kingdom, everybody is on the same level of that love. In my, in my an example I would use for myself, the bishop that I have, and the person that comes up to me in the parking lot of Planet Fitness asking for $2 because they haven't eaten in multiple days, they're deserving of the same amount of love. People who have authority over us, who have power, they deserve as much love, caring, and compassion as those who have no power, who seem to have no influence and who have not thought themselves to have any dignity for a very long time. When Mary anoints Jesus King, she acknowledges his authority over all of us, an authority that is infinitely generous, infinitely giving of its power, not an authority like other authorities that likes to hold power, to hold control to give little and expect much. This is an authority that turns the tides on that, that gives much, expresses much, expects us to express much and give much, but expect very little in return. So go out into the world and look people in the eye, see them for who they are, learn their stories, interact with them, whether it be in a soup kitchen or a food pantry or in a thrift shop or anywhere where people may have not felt 
their dignity for a very long time. Look them in the eye. Talk to them. Engage with them. And be the infinite love, generosity, and compassion that Jesus calls us to be. And Mary showed us what is the absolute power that rests within us. Amen.